Hello and welcome to the first episode of Read Play Game, where we look at tabletop role-playing games from every side of the table. I'm LJ Anlow, and I'm going to be our rules lawyer. Hi, I'm Emma Skaggs, and I'm going to be the GM for this arc. I'm Anish Pinmaraju, and I'll be a player today. I'm Tori Jewell, and I'm also a player today. I'm Michael Sparks, and I am also a player today. For people that are tuning in for the first time, which in this case is literally anyone listening because this is our very first episode, this is the first part of the three-part structure of this podcast, the read portion. We won't just be reading, we'll be walking through the character creation process of an RPG that we've selected for this week, talking through the rules as we go. This will then be followed up by later episodes where we play through a one-shot with the characters we've made today and then reflect on that system. Feel free to listen to whichever of these interests you and feel free to skip whichever ones don't. Today, we are going to be looking at a brand new RPG created by our very own Emma Skaggs, who will also be GMing it. Emma, would you like to talk about your game a little bit and why it's perhaps relevant at this time? I'd love to. Thank you for for the opportunity. Um, So (laughs) this is the first RPG that I have ever um, attempted to make. So I'm excited to play test it and see where the holes are. Uh, This game is called Hi Barbie. And it's the role-playing game for the girlies. Um, So it's based on the Barbie land world. Um, Less so the Barbie movie and more so the Barbie dream house series. Although, you know, we'll get into all of that. And this is a very simple, very loose uh, role-play forward game. Um, It's a one-pager. So uh, we should be seeing lots of areas where it's like, oh, I might need to flesh that out a little Mm -hmm. bit more. And yes, it uh, borrows from Sexy Battle Wizards by Grant Howitt. Um, I kind of pulled up Sexy Battle Wizards and looked at how uh, Grant has built different RPGs. And I was like, great, what can I take from that? What can I borrow? Um, but base it around Barbie land. Yeah, Grant Howitt has a ton of really great um, one-page RPGs. I believe, uh, you know, a whole range of things. So you can just go to his um, his page online and just just google the name and you'll find pretty much anything for any kind of setting you could ask for a great thing for like a quick one shot or or something like that what's really great about this which we'll also talk about with um with emma's rpg or just this format is that it's got not only a lot of materials for players but also for gms so and we'll be posting the um the rpg RPG Mm -hmm. info with the episode so yeah if we want to jump into that talk about the format of the the page if you want to talk through that yeah absolutely so the biggest thing that i borrowed from sexy battle wizards in sexy battle wizards there are three stats there's sexy there's battle and there's wizards in this game hi barbie the three stats that you have are gaslight gatekeep and girl boss so before we dive into character creation i'm going to talk about how we do that last i want to really quick explain how the stats work and when and how you're going to roll for these stats so number one we've got gaslight i have gaslight is to roll to lie trick or charm but also to perceive or learn more about your situation so it's like the mental stat um gatekeep 
is uh, to intimidate, but also to physically engage with your surroundings. So it's the physical stat, and then you can also use it. There's a lot of social layers of all of those stats for this game because it is a Barbie world and a lot happens in the social landscape. So yeah, gatekeep is what you would do if you needed to jump really high, but it's also what you would need to do if you're trying to scare someone. Um, Girl boss. Girl boss is like leveraging your your social prowess. So it's not manipulating people, but it's like making friends, convincing earnestly, and then also doing anything with a lot of style would be girl boss. Um, so in terms, if you're looking at it from a D&D side of things, like athletics would be gatekeep. You're doing something athletically, but acrobatics would probably be girl boss. So yes, those are the different skills that we have the different stats and then anytime that you are rolling these you're going to use just d6s so to actually play the game you only need d6s and we'll get into how many you roll when we go into character creation and i see everybody today i know you can't see this but we all have pink dice so we're getting into it but yes when you are rolling your d6s the game master will set that challenge difficulty and announce it before you roll so when you want to do something Game Master will go, okay, great. The challenge rating is going to be a four, which would be a doable thing, like reasonable. A uh, challenge rating of five is like, yeah, you're, you're, you're really trying something here. And then if it's a six, it's like, why? Maybe take a moment. Maybe think about it. And then for the premise of each game, I built some tools to, to help you set the stage. So we've got, come on, Barbie, let's go party. It's another perfect day in Barbie land but something is wrong. So what's happening in Barbie land and you can roll and there's a um, number, it's yeah, 1d8, there's options for what's going wrong. And then you can also roll to randomize who's causing it and why they're causing it. This is a tool for the GM. It is not a binding contract. If you want to do something else, you do something else. As with any roleplay game, it's a piece of paper. You can do whatever you want. So I want to start with the the basis of character creation is what makes each Barbie special, and that is their profession. So profession comes first. I do have a uh, another roll of D8 to randomly get a profession, and that profession will also give you your stats. So I'm curious real quick from the players, did anyone come with a profession in mind? Oh my God, not at all. I no, I love this. These are these these are so choice. I'm reading through them now. So I'll read through them real quick, and then while I'm reading, do y'all want to roll and see which professions you'll get? The only thing I is- actually couldn't wait. I already did. What? <laughs> <laughs> what what did you roll in your D? Well, I'll, t- I'll go through. Go ahead and let our readers know, and then I'll um. <laughs> I'll make the announcement. Okay, so um, the options that I gave were astronaut, cowgirl, doctor, entrepreneur, gymnast, scientist, spy, and zookeeper. And now I'm really curious, Tori, what did you roll? I got a nat eight zookeeper. Zookeeper! Who let the dogs out? Paul Blard zookeeper. (laughs) So off of that, Tori rolled zookeeper, which means that the uh, stats that I provided for that uh tori's barbie zookeeper barbie as is now your name has a two in gaslight a three in gatekeep and a one in girl boss so the numbers there uh designate how many d6 
d6s you roll when you're attempting any of these things. So a zookeeper has really high gatekeep for obvious reasons. So anytime you're engaging physically, you get to roll three d6 and take the highest of oh. those die. Yeah. And and if you're if you're creating your own profession, which you can do, you don't have to just use these eight. Though these eight do pretty much they cover all the permutations of of skill um numbers. Just about. Yeah, pretty much. So like when you're creating it, you can literally just do what makes sense yeah. for the profession. You, like if you selected like, I don't know, like a you have astronaut, I was going to say pilot, but that would probably that could be the same as pilot. astronaut. Yeah. So like any any sort of job, you could probably, what it, whatever seems most useful in that job to least useful. Yeah. Do you have a tomato allegory for the ghastly gatekeep girl boss yet or no? I do not. Yeah. Yes, what no. is a fruit salad situation? <laughs> <laughs> okay uh would y'all roll would y'all... Anish, oh, uh, i gotta do that i rolled and if a either one of you get you rolled a one astronaut i rolled a two <laughs> cowgirl oh that's, that's perfect that is so perfect we're well balanced d6 wise too i think each of us is like proficient <laughs> in a balanced party thing. yeah so just to go over that real quick anish as an astronaut you have a three in gaslight uh, because you're smart, you know, you do science. Yeah. Uh, you have a two in gatekeep and you have a one in girl boss. Um, and then as a cowgirl, um, <laughs> cowgirl Barbie, yeah. you have a one in gaslight, you have a three in gatekeep, uh, and then you have a two in girl boss. I mean, you know, I'd be holding them gates closed, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. For the cows. Course. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's going to be really funny when Cowgirl Barbie does not get a horse as her mode of transportation. Well, that's the oh. next thing. So you we're can going... choose that if you want, right? So so we're going into a Barbie's not a Barbie without her stuff. So we have options to roll for a mode of transportation and for accessories. Ooh. Um, and again, this is up to your discretion. If you just want to pick something, you can just pick something. But rolling's pretty fun you get one mode of transportation and you get two accessories mm. so let's go let's go down the line based on professions anish astronaut barbie what okay. mode of transportation shall you have i'm honestly gonna roll for this because i love a little bit of spice mm. i rolled the two a camper <laughs> Excellent. You have a camper van. this is honestly it lines up so well with who i am as a person i love just like stargazing anyways <laughs> so a little camper to just look at the stars anywhere i go keep you down to earth a little bit yeah Ooh. okay cowgirl barbie do you want to roll or do you want to take horse i'm gonna roll I, i'm okay. gonna roll i think that's fun i got a three a sports car <laughs> <laughs> nice i got a mustang mustang, uh, mustang uh. sports car excellent um, yeah. And Zookeeper Barbie. So I rolled a four, which is a private jet. Oh, oh my and God. Here's my pitch. That Zookeeper money. This Barbie is David Attenbarry. <laughs> David Attenbarbie. <laughs> and I'm flying doing my nature documentaries and whatnot. I love uh. that. I do love that. Mm. Um, Davey. We'll go for Davey Attenbarbie. And actually, before we move any further, I was going to say this after profession, and I forgot, so let's get to it now. Anytime that your profession is helpful for a role, like 
I, if for some reason you had to do complex calculations, that might be up astronaut Barbie's lane, you know? So if you can argue that your profession, your mode of transportation or your accessories would be helpful for a role, you can add another die that you're rolling. I'm giving a lot of stuff here. You already all have a mode of transportation and you're going to get two more accessories and then a profession specific item. So this could be, this could be too much. It, that too could many be, dice. yeah, it could be a very overpowered dice situation, but that's something that we'll see. And that's if only if these things come up in, uh, in the case in like. Yeah. And if they overlap as being helpful. I, I missed what you said a second ago. Can you get a die for the profession specific item at the same time as a different item if they're both relevant? Is that yes. what you said? Okay. Um, that's also something important to mention, right? That this is the first time we're playing this ever. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time we're playing, the first time it has been played. So pumped for that. I already it feels like already it feels like like we're all on the ground together, like decorating our Barbies, about <laughs> to just jump into make believe. I love it. Oh, I love that. Um I have a question and tell me if we can go over this later. Mm. Could we clarify before we get into the weeds? What's more cowgirl versus zookeeper? Zookeeper seems like requires mm. like some study, but both seem like animal handling. Off off the top of your head, like how do we Yes. Just sketch out some differences, yeah. That is exactly right. So um your kind of uh gut feeling there, you'll notice that zookeeper has a two in gaslight, uh, because a lot of zookeepers got like a degree in zoology or biology so there's some more book smart there uh whereas cowgirl has a one in gaslight so cowgirls are like very physical um and zookeepers are more they're more like <laughs> more mental fortitude i guess although that might that might not be the term but you know book smart versus street smart also has like they're, I guess they're different animals. Like a zookeeper maybe isn't necessarily dealing with like cows and pigs versus yes. a cowgirl would. Yes. I had never seen okay. a tiger before in my life. I also, a main distinction with zookeeper and cowgirl for me, um, zookeeper has only a one in girl boss. Uh, fun fact for anyone listening who's not our real life friends, I do work at an accredited zoo and I'm not, I'm not a animal care team person myself, but I work closely with them. And a lot of your day is just like handling crap, just like literally. So it's less glamorous in a way than the cowgirl position. And if we are allowed to make reference to it, of course, the iconic Margot Robbie pink cowgirl outfit yes. comes to mind versus, I guess, Zookeeper is more like double Aki. cargo type. Oh, Got it. Yeah. yeah. That's just good. So that, that oh. kind of goes into how I decided which stats would be higher. Okay, um, sounds good. Yeah. Okay, so we all have a mode of transportation. Let's go into accessories, and we can do one at a time uh, for this, unless y'all want to roll 2d20. There are 20 options. Um, all of these, except one, all of these I just pulled from, uh, I looked up Barbie doll sets and just found a ton of accessories that Barbie can have. Uh, the only one that is not an official Barbie doll accessory is if you roll in that 20, you get it, you get just a gun. You just get a gun. 
Um, so <laughs> y'all can go ahead and roll for accessories. God, if I get a gun. <laughs> I got a purse. Okay, so we've that got... That one's pretty good, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's really supposed to just be random, but then I thought it'd be funny for a 20 to be a good. Oh, you have 2d20. Yes, two okay. accessories. Wow. So real quick, we oh, had two. Cowgirl Barbie has a purse. You rolled a six. And mm-hmm. then what's your second accessory? Uh, uh, an eight uh, headphones. Person headphones, love it. Astronaut Barbie, you had a cell phone. Yeah, I got a one and then a 17 and a microphone. A cell phone and a microphone. Wow. Interesting. I have a, I have a space podcast. <laughs> no big deal. And then Zookeeper Barbie, what are you getting? I rolled a flashlight and a little dog. Oh, you have a little dog. Yep. And... In my mind, I'm visualing like this is legitimately a hunk of plastic. Yes? Yes. <laughs> Got it. Wait, wait. Wait, the dog? <laughs> in or or does it move in like I can command it to do things? Yes. In Barbie Land, it is a real little dog. Okay. In the context of our world. It would be a little hunk of plastic. Understood. Yes. Turn my imagination on. And again, references references to the movie that hopefully we can reference um it's not the dog in the movie the one that eats the it's not a dog with working um parts yeah parts it's the it's a little purse dog situation it would be too overpowered to have the other dog yeah you can't have that (laughs) and then the last thing that i need y'all to decide is your profession specific item so this is something that you just get to pick based on your profession. And um, if you're using the item, I think that's just a one added dice versus you can't claim like, I'm using my profession and uh, my item, but it could help in a, like a very specific way. just has a rocket. <laughs> Spaceship. Um, do y'all have ideas? Because what's coming to mind for me is like a, a set of keys isn't there a children's book about like the zookeeper shutting it down, yeah. shutting down the zoo? Yeah. I feel like Paul Blart did do the movie adaptation for that. <laughs> but in my memory, it's a flashlight and like a set of keys or like the two iconic. Yes. Does this ring bells? Oh, yeah. So I might go for a set of keys and with the hope that it can do some kind of like lock picking. Yeah. Maybe you could just have a big something. old ring of keys and some of them you don't know what they go to, but could be helpful. Could be a weapon too, and if it's true, you know, maneuvered. A well lot enough. of I'm, I'm again speaking from experience. So glad someone rolled zookeeper. A lot of those key rings also have like an Allen wrench on them, like okay. just a do it all little tool. It's a pocket knife. Yeah. Beat that cowgirl and astronaut. <laughs> well, I got a really sick telescope with which to observe the natural universe. I love it, and then. Cowgirl Barbie. Um, hmm. Lasso? Yeah, classic. Can't argue yeah. with that. <laughs> that's that's about right. I didn't put this on the sheet, and I'm going to ask our rules lawyer to maybe make a note, because I might want to add it to the sheet. Sure. Of the accessories. You have those at all times. It's doll land. Those are, like, things you have. Uh, What do they call it in 
the Spider-Verse movies. Canon event? No, Hammer Space. <laughs> Hammer Space. What? Yeah, it's Hammer Space. So it's like space like to fit a of... giant hammer in a cartoon. Oh. Like the, you just have them. Like even it's not like you have a telescope back at your house. It's you have a telescope. However, for mode of transportation, that you can have access to it. But if you're like trying to go fast through a town, a private jet will not be helpful. I just want to set expectations. So context is important. Yeah, context <laughs> is important, but you do have access pretty easily. I thought of a I thought of a tomato allegory or a t- tomato uh, metaphor for this one, um, in reference to the D and D tomato one, where all those skills um, correspond to something doing yes. with tomato. So I said, gatekeep is you don't let a tomato into a fruit salad. Okay. That's gatekeep, and then. Girl boss is you own your own tomato farm and you run it and make a lot of money off of it. And then gaslight is you tell it to you can convince a tomato that it was a uh, a vegetable the whole time. So I'm sure that clears up all the confusion. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We were we were gonna work on sourcing perfect sounds, right? <laughs> that was good. Hey y'all, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. We don't have any ads or anything, but I'm just jumping in here in the middle to talk a little bit about this show since these are our first few episodes. Like we said at the beginning, our goal is to try out a new game every month. Think of this as an RPG book club. We have our own list of games that we're already interested in, but the goal is at the end of every game episode where we discuss the RPG we just finished, we will randomly select a new role-playing game from that list to play next month. That said, we'd love to take listener suggestions for future episodes. So if you've got a favorite TTRPG or you're interested in learning about a system you've never tried before, please send your suggestions to our email, readplaygamepod at gmail.com. You could also message us your thoughts on our socials listed in the description. We get so excited to hear about new games, so don't hesitate to reach out. Again, We are randomly selecting these games, so if you suggest one, there's going to be a good chance we play it later down the line. So if you like hearing about new games and think your friends might too, feel free to keep listening and consider sharing this podcast with them. We're mostly doing this for fun, but if we can introduce even one person to a fun new game, I'd say we've done our jobs. So yeah, thanks again for listening. Let's jump back into the episode. So we've got character creation pretty solid. You can start thinking about what your overall personality would be, but it is very much your Barbie. You know, your Barbie and you have skills. I want to real quick talk about the premise maker. So there are options that I actually have already rolled for. So I rolled out of eight to see what's wrong in Barbie land. And I also rolled 2d4 to figure out who or what was causing it and why. So I have that in my head, but I'm not going to tell you what I rolled, of course. And then before we um, close the book on this section and go towards play, I wanted to talk about failures. 
and how we fail so that y'all can have that in your mind when thinking about when you want to roll. So as I said, I'm going to set the challenge difficulty whenever y'all want to do something. Uh, four is doable, five is challenging, six is why. Um, if it is, if I was going to set a challenge difficulty and it feels like it would be below four, y'all just do it. There's a lot of just doing it. However, if you fail, let's say that Zookeeper Barbie is trying to roll Gatekeep, challenge level is five, you roll three whole dice, and they're all ones. You have failed. You don't fail per each dice, you just fail in general, and you mark a failure. Um, after three failures, or actually, I think when you hit four failures, you have now entered your flop era. And what that means is you choose one skill to go down one. So yeah. what happens if you have a zero? Is that the two dice and you take the lowest? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which that's not on there either. Yeah, um, we can add that. Yeah. Uh, this That uh, rule of when you have zero as your stat, as your like number, you roll essentially mm. with disadvantage. You roll two and take the lower. Um, that comes from a lot of the other... Other kind of like like blades yeah. in the dark and and that sort of you know, forged in the dark system and yeah other stuff and then once you hit six failures which what I'm thinking here and we'll see this in game what I'm thinking here is hopefully this isn't a rolling heavy game so you shouldn't rack up failures super quickly however right like we'll see how that works because once you hit six you are a social pariah or a weird Barbie and you essentially have no more um control or power in this world it's essentially dying yeah. like fate worse than death yeah in barbie land yikes and you can heal uh anytime that you roll two sixes you get to erase a mark and this mm. is possible that you're rolling like six dice because i really stacked the accessories yeah it looks like the max number of dice you could roll is one, two, three, four, five plus three. So eight dice in a single roll if you if everything was relevant. When you're talking about heals, you mean healing the failure strikes? Yeah. Got so it. Since, we don't have like HP. No. Yeah. Got since it. you're made of plastic, you're not taking like damage damage. It's more like social and emotional damage that causes you to become a weird Barbie. Oh, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting serious. I'm excited. Yeah, any questions as we're looking over characters and um, getting ready to play? I just would love to hear everybody's name at some point. We have to make those, don't we? You're... I mean, it could just be profession Barbie yeah. if you wanted it to be. <laughs> Unless you want it to be a more specific astronaut or a more... Spe or I, I mean, I guess a lot of Barbies do have different names. Some of them do. I was picturing like default, especially if you're playing... If you just want to play this in one day, like sit down, pick it up, do it, it would be like, hi, astronaut Barbie. Hi, cowgirl Barbie. However, I'm not going to discourage David and Barbie. That's <laughs> hilarious. You know, like, do you want to hear my dog's name? <laughs> yeah. So um, it's short for Natty, but her full name is Natural Selection. <laughs> 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 okay, that's pretty good. I think I'll be Barb Aldrin. Like Buzz Aldrin. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <sighs> um, you should just be Michael. <laughs> no, that's not allowed. How about? I don't know. What's a good? What's a good? Billy. Billy Barbie. 
cast Billy it. Barbie? I don't know. Billy Barbie. I'm going to call you Cowgirl Barbie. Cowgirl Barbie is good for me. <laughs> it, it can also be like, maybe you have like a name or nickname, but you are still at your core, the Barbie that you are. Yeah. Wow. What about Belle? Just... Belle. That's Ooh. Fine. Bella the Barbie. Yeah. Bella the like. Barbie. Bella, 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 Bella. Yeah, let's do Bella. Bella the Okay. <laughs> Bella uh... Barbie. Okay, fantastic. Oh, something that I don't have built into this, but I'm, uh, I'd love to talk about afterwards is there's no kind of social ties in this. It's not like, here's how your Barbies know each other. My idea behind that is they're all Barbies. And so they all kind of know each other. However, I really like in games when you get like tight social ties. So we can talk about whether, uh, like after we play and we're in the last phase game, game where we're discussing the game. <laughs> Um, we can talk about whether that would make it better. Yeah, you don't really see that as often in the one-page yeah. RPGs and for sake of time, but they do add a lot, even to a one-shot. Cool. I guess that. Uh, any any other questions? As a wrap-up question for our players, could yeah. we describe what we look like? What our Barbies look like? Well, that, that could also be, be a good thing to explain in the episode itself, because then if someone mm. were to listen to just that, they might have a vision of. of true, true, the, true. We, I mean, we could do both. It's not a problem to do that. Up to y'all. Whatever Mayor Barbie thinks. <laughs> President. Am I Mayor Barbie in this situation? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, because we can do that. And then uh, when we're starting the game, we can do names and descriptions again. So, yeah, what do we think we, we look like, Barbs? So, my my zookeeper Barbie, who goes by Davy has the classic blonde hair but it's big curly all over the place love and then we're going to have a vest one of the classic like button-up collared vest let's go sleeveless even why not and it's going to be a pink cargo so we got lots of zippers pockets and then shorts I'm going to say they go, we're going to go like knee length shorts of the same pink cargo variety and then some thick hiking boots, something of that nature. That works for Zookeeper, absolutely. Davy present, yep. <laughs> Uniform check. Okay, what about our astronaut? Uh, you can call me Barb, but my full name is Barb Aldrin. <laughs> um, I'm a pretty uh, mousy Barbie myself. I'm a little awkward because I'm always in my pink spacesuit. I'm always a little um, hot. And I mean that in the very like literal sense, I'm constantly sweating and burning up. And I think that's probably why my, my girl boss score is pretty low because I am truly not all that acrobatic, but I have a lot in my brain and I have big old glasses that are real round and uh i carry my uh astronaut helmet and inside my helmet i have a cell phone a microphone and my telescope all inside the helmet all inside my helmet incredible and what about you cowgirl barbie i'm bella barbie uh i have uh wearing uh my nice white cowboy hat uh cowgirl hat uh and then i have a long tasseled uh sleeved jacket pink jacket with nice long tassels that i like to dangle and like wave about a little bit looks like wings a little bit and then 
long blue jeans with uh, knee-high boots. And then in my, um, my belt, I have little sp pockets, like little, little spaces where, uh, you know, some people might hold guns. I got my lasso, my headphones, and my purse. I love it. And yet, we can see these Barbies in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that brings us to the end of the read segment of the show. Uh, so next time you hear from us, we'll move into the play section, where we will play a one-shot with these characters. We will see you on a different side of the table.